This week, the We Need to Talk podcast has huge, huge news. We also need to talk, I want my MTV, and I don't mean the song, and what is going on with the F-Factor drama. Good morning. Good morning to you. Happy Football Sunday. Yay, Football Sunday. Today, I'm drinking a beer in honor of Football Sunday. Later, I'll be having some wings. Super pumped to have football back in our lives. I'm really excited myself. I actually am drinking water because I literally just got off my Yacht Rock ride on Peloton. Had to do it live at 9.30 because I was so excited for Yacht Rock. <laughs> I love Yacht Rock. Love <laughs> oh my gosh. Of Yacht Rock. The playlist was on fire. A little sail on, a little Lionel Richie. So good. A little brandy. Did you watch college moonlight? football yesterday? I didn't watch college football yesterday. I was... But you will be tuning in to the J-E-T-S at 1 p.m. today. You know, okay, so I got to come clean a little bit. Oh, no. My current favorite quarterback is Joe Burrow, who plays for the Cincinnati Bengals now. So I feel like it's my perfect opportunity to sort of bag my Jets. <laughs> oh, my suck. Lord. <laughs> they suck. Being a Jet fan's hard. I've had – I don't even want to say how old I am, but I've had many, many, many – horrible lifetimes of being a Jet fan, that I'm going to try and take a little enjoyment out of my Joe. I feel like Joe you could Burrow. root for Joe, but still not be this Fairweather fan that you are now. I, well, I can't, you can't classify me as a Fairweather <laughs> fan. You can't. I've had right. years of Jets. I well, just need to get excited about something. And Joe, I'm, ex I'm excited about Joe. I'm excited to watch football. I'm super pumped. Hockey's been great. We've I need sports week. in my life. Yes, I need We've sports in my week. life. It's very important. So raising my beer <laughs> to football Sunday. Football is back. Well, we have some big, big news that we need to talk about. And so next week, we are having a special guest. And Cliff Hogg from Big Brother 21 is going to be joining our show next week. Our very first celebrity guest. Actually, Yay. our very first guest. And it's a celebrity guest. It's Cliff. I'm so excited. He's one of my favorite players ever. And I'm excited to hear about how he experienced Big Brother. I'm excited to hear about what he thinks about this season of All-Stars. So I'm really excited. And for those Big Brother fans, hope you'll join us. And for those who aren't Big Brother fans, join us to listen to how we even do an interview with a guest. We've never had one before. I'm super pumped. I feel like he should have been an All-Star. I'm going to ask him why he's not an All-Star. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he should be. He's a great player. So next week, Cliff Hogg. But we need to talk Big Brother of this week. Christmas, you can't have it both ways. You can't pretend you're friends with everybody, then put them on the block, then get annoyed that they're annoyed. I didn't understand what the point was. Well, what I didn't understand this week was the Tyler thing. He's feeling terribly guilty. He's got moral problems with how he's playing the game. He's crying. He's throwing himself at Davon and Bailey and apologizing and saying, I'm going to tell Christmas to put me up. And then he does tell her to put him up, but she's like, F that. I'm not putting you up. You're in my alliance. Grow a pair of balls and get going. This is Big yeah, Brother. Right. I feel like now he's a loose cannon. He, he has to go. Right. And I felt bad for Devon and Bailey. I really did. I did too. Yeah. I, I feel like they got screwed and I felt like they both knew that whatever they were going to do was going to work against them. I really do feel bad. I was surprised that it was Devon who stayed and Bailey who left, but it wasn't the greatest week other than that drama. I think that was total gameplay because I actually think that Bailey is a better player. 
Oh, she definitely is a better Yeah, because I, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, why are you fighting with Devon? Why would you keep her? That has to be gameplay because they, they're more afraid of Bailey in the game. You're 100% right. But listen, Bailey, she found a husband with Big Brother. <laughs> We're all good. She's beautiful, by the way. She is beautiful. I don't know how I would feel if my husband's name was Swaggy, though. <laughs> <laughs> she found love on Big Brother. <laughs> and Julie, 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 Julie. She was wearing a tablecloth this week. She was wearing a tablecloth and multiple crosses. I noticed the addition of the additional cross, lots of jingly bracelets. She has so many accessories. <laughs> so many. I guess but, they don't okay. subscribe to the keep it simple motto. Yeah. Now, but all right. So, I mean, look, we have some gameplay. We're going to talk all about it next week with Cliff. So I'm hoping it's a good week. Super pumped. We need to talk. Well, first of all, as everyone knows, we are obsessed with Netflix top 10. Right. And number one right now on the top (laughs) 10 is a show called Away. We need to talk about that. I loved Away. I loved it. It's a drama and it's about... Hillary Swank plays a female astronaut who is going to lead a mission to Mars. It's an international mission. So they have a Russian guy, a Chinese woman, mm-hmm. and an Indian guy, and an African-American guy. I loved finding out about all of them. They used lost mechanism of going to do their backstory. So we learned about how they all got here and what their issues are. I love Josh Charles from Sports Night and from so many shows, from The Good Wife. and Oh, I love him. I love him so much. And actually, he's my husband's nose double. They have the exact same nose, which is fascinating (laughs) to me. (laughs) He does. Perfect. I know. Well, if we ever need your husband for the nose double, we know that's perfect. If Josh gets hit by a football, we can use Rich. I'm sure you'll DM Josh and let him know. (laughs) You know I DM everybody. Yeah, I know. But anyway, so Josh Charles has a medical condition. He's also an astronaut, but because of his medical condition, he can't go to Mars. He's married to Hillary Swank, so he's on the ground. She's leaving for a three-year mission. She's a working mom. She's a soccer mom, and yet she's going to Mars. Yeah. You know, I don't like sci-fi unless it's C-3PO. I don't like sci-fi. But this was not sci-fi to no me. i wouldn't this was call like, sci-fi at all yeah this was a drama and it was actually like a working drama this yes. was their job the fact that they were astronauts was almost the backstory i just loved it and i have to apologize to hillary swank because i used to call her hillary skank and <laughs> you did yeah why but she's you know not what? skanky i know i don't know but you know what <laughs> you cannot she, call her hillary skank she anymore. was so good in this i actually i was obsessed with it so i was was looking to see if there was already a season two, but nothing's been announced for Netflix yet, but I'm sure there will be a season two. Although I don't know where we go from here, but okay. But did you um, know that, did you know that Hillary Swank is Rob Lowe's ex-sister-in-law? No, that's like six degrees of separation. Hillary Swank was married to Chad Lowe, Rob's brother. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. As I was looking to see if they renewed it, there was an article saying that they went through boot camp. Yeah to get prepared for this, which I could totally see. They were all in the best shape. And I highly recommend it. Away, top 10 on Netflix. Hillary Swank, not Skank. Josh Charles, (laughs) amazing. 
Amazing. <laughs> the one thing that kind of bothered me, I don't want to say bothered, but it was one of those things though, what can go wrong will go wrong. They spend years and years preparing and you know, one guy's eyesight is a problem. And yeah, I know you yeah. got to add to the drama, but there was a lot going wrong <laughs> for this mission. Yeah. Great show. I feel very comfortable rec- recommending it to our audience. Okay. So we need to talk. I want my MTV. Were you I didn't person? see it, but I, I mean, I loved MTV. Okay, so I was, used to be obsessed with MTV. I didn't have cable television. So I had to go to my friends' houses. I had to go to my grandma's. I was obsessed with MTV. I was there when it launched. I mean, MTV was really, you know, 1981. I was, I was so obsessed with MTV. Anyway, there's this documentary on A&E called I Want My MTV. It's part of the biography series. What's really cool, I've read a lot about MTV. For, I've read the VJ's books. This documentary though is from the corporate side so you get to see john sykes and bob Pittman and how they decided to even launch mtv and all the people behind the creation all the people behind the logo of mtv i don't know if you remember but when they were trying to get people to want their mtv they got all these celebrities to big time rock stars like david bowie and pete townsend and mick jagger to do the promos for mtv Because remember, not a lot of the cable systems even carried MTV. Right. So there was this whole push, I want my MTV. and I want my MTV. I love that song. song. I mean, it was just a huge, huge deal. And there was so much that I didn't know. I didn't realize that even back then there was a problem where as MTV got bigger and bigger, there were a lot of complaints that enough African-American artists on MTV back in the 80s. Of course, that went out the window with Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson and a bunch of other big names, but it took a long time to get there. If you guys are into music, if you're into MTV, it is a fascinating documentary. It's available on demand. I want to say it's only about 90 minutes long. It's really cool. It's funny because through my career, I think I've met many of the people in this documentary, specifically Bob Pittman and John Sykes I've met. I've talked to them about MTV, but just hearing them on this was just the coolest. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I I'll really, definitely really think anybody who remembers that time in our musical history, it was just such a big deal. You're, a- you're aging us. You're aging I'm us. I'm sorry. That's it okay. really was a big deal though to me. <laughs> let's, uh, speaking of aging, let's do, uh, we need to talk. Beverly Hills Housewives this oh week. Listen, so it's no surprise that Denise Richards is out. I don't know right. why that's not shocking. I called it. Everyone. Did I not call it? I yeah. think I called it. I said not, she would not be back and she's not coming back. Not shocking news. You know, same thing this week. The whole storyline revolves around Brandy, revolves around Denise. I did find it very interesting that they kept saying, well, where is Brandy? Where is Brandy? Right. They kept poking the bear. I didn't get a chance to see Watch What Happens Live, but I think Brandy appeared on that with Andy. She so did. Who knows? No one even will know the truth. I don't even care. No one cares. Nobody cares. We just got to move on. We have to move on. Right. It's over. She's gone. Let's see what happens next season. I don't there know. was a rumor that Kris Jenner may take her spot. I read that. So also huge news is that the Kardashians are ending next year. Jesus, has it been like 100 years of the Kardashians? 14 years, 20 seasons, something like that? It just feels like 100 years. Do you want to hear something really interesting? I've never seen one episode of the Kardashians at all. What? Not one. Well, I'm sure they're about to get a huge streaming deal, so you'll have plenty (laughs) of time. They're not hard up for money. I'm sure someone's going to give them a streaming deal. But Andy Cohen did say that Kris Jenner would never 
be a housewife because she'd have to give up control. I kind of think that's badass of Andy to say, but I agree. Well, from what I hear, she is, she's the mastermind behind everything. She's the puppet master. So I agree with him if she got involved, although I would love her to get involved. Me too. It'd be so good. She's friends with all of them. I know. I don't really know the reason why it's over. There was some things about exposing all the stuff going on with Kanye, who, by the way, just anybody who's worried about (laughs) Kanye, this week he's getting steroid injections in his hands for too much texting. But who's he texting? Oh, I, just, <laughs> oh my God. I don't know who he's texting, but listen, he's fine. He's going to be okay. But they said that that may be a reason why it was going off the air. But I have a feeling it's money. It was COVID related. All of these networks are dropping these big time shows. They can't afford them anymore. Right. Especially in their case, it's a lot of on location, in their houses, in their lives, following them around. It's probably really difficult to figure out how to do it. You can't just put it all on a soundstage and be done. And also there's so many little kids running around. There's probably scheduling issues and you got a lot of kids. Which was the other thing I was reading about. Yeah, it's true. It's a lot of kids. But next week I think is the last, what is it? The last one, right? The last reunion. I'm kind of ready. I'm kind of ready ready for for it to be over. We got to move on. Yeah, Yeah, we have to move on. But... We need to talk the New York Housewives who had their first reunion episode. And theirs was in person. Which, by the way, I feel like I'm liking the not in person much better after these maniacs (laughs) were all screaming at each other. They are maniacs. It always happens where Andy has to get control because they all go insane. But there was one point where his face was priceless, where he was just, he wanted to throw his hands up and be like, I'm done with these women. He looked so annoyed by them. Ramona was a loose cannon. Oh my God, Dorinda, go to church. <laughs> She's crazy. But you know, let me say the hair extensions. I don't know. I've never ever had hair extensions, but I'm fascinated by people who put in hair extensions. Well, the best example of an amazing hair extension situation now that we see Julie on Instagram is Julie. Yeah, Julia's excellent hair extension. When you see her doing her Wishful Wednesdays or Wisdom Wednesdays or whatever on Instagram, and then you see her on Big Brother, her hair is night and day different. Yeah. Ramona had great, I thought she had great hair extensions. All of them looked good, but Sonia got a beautiful face and neck lift. She did get a neck lift. I know. It looks incredible. She looked fabulous. Her hair looked great. You know, they were only allowed to bring, because they were in person, right? Like we said, but they were only allowed to bring one person in with them. So you had to choose if you wanted (laughs) the hairstylist or the makeup. (laughs) Ramona chose the makeup and she went with the hair, but the hair looked great. It was on point. Yeah, they, I thought they all looked really good. I think Luann is just, no matter what she does, she just always looks just stunningly beautiful. You know, Tinsley I, was way too much makeup for me. The whole Tinsley-Dorinza thing was awkward. And Dorinza just, she, I mean, I guess this is the reason why she's not coming back, but she just doesn't own any of it. Nothing. Not, Nothing. not one thing. No. Even when they show the clip of it, she doesn't, she won't own it. No, and- Even in this show, she just kept going and going and pushing and takes no responsibility for anything. That's how she feels, too effing bad. And that's, I mean, it's a little annoying. This is why she's got a problem. What's funny to me is she's obviously watched everything back and is okay with it. Alluded to that for next week, you know, because Lou says something, but you saw what you said or something like that. Right. Yeah. You know, the one thing I will say about you know, Lisa Rinna from Beverly Hills, she owns all of her shit. 100%. That's what I love the most about her. 
God, she looks so good naked. I just, I, I, did you see that naked picture of her? She is, that body is ridiculous. What goes on with Harry Hamlin? I don't know. He's so, he's sitting there gardening and barbecuing. I love Harry Hamlin. Dancing around. (laughs) I, I can only imagine what goes on in that house. She's it's constantly so naked and dancing and he's just gardening and putzing around and camping and, and he, he doesn't even blink. No, he doesn't even amazing. phase him. It's actually awesome. I love it. But look, you know, I need a break from these ladies. Yeah. I love them so much, but I need a break a from lot. these ladies. It's a long relationship we're in right now. It's a long relationship. <laughs> so I need a break. We but need a break. We're we'll, on a break. We'll t- <laughs> we're on a break. We'll talk more about reunion part two next week. So- Okay, fine. You know, we need to talk all things high school drama. I love. So I tuned in to Julie and the Phantoms. <laughs> okay, you have to remember something. So between the I mean, Netflix top 10 and the whole, this is what I do. Every day I go onto my Netflix to check the top 10. But you also get that front page. The front page has a, we think you're going to like this, Christy. We think this is for you. So Julian, <laughs> like the talking Phantoms, to you. They're talking yeah. to you. Julian yeah. the Phantoms was front and center. I had nothing better to do. Well, because we love high school musical and all I that love stuff. High school. We musical. love a teenage. I love drama. a teenage drama. Right. This is it. directed by Kenny Ortega, who did High School Musical. I freaking loved it. I know that you're only one episode in. I've watched it all. It's cheesy. It's delightful. All the songs are awesome. The guys are cute. The girls are pretty. There's something for everybody. <laughs> it's not for everybody, but it is for us. <laughs> it's it just, it is right. for us. If it's you're into what, us. If, right. If you're into what I call, you know, the teenage drama genre, you're going to love it. That's all there is to it. It's got ghosts. I mean, come on. Ghosts. I, I, when I'm watching episode one and the ghosts appear, I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> bring in. it, bring right. it. So You're good. In. Just bring wait. It. it gets so much juicier. You don't even know. So, All right. so quick shout out. If anyone's looking for that kind of thing, Julie and the Phantoms is for you. On Netflix. On Netflix. On Netflix and it's so fun. And they're all half hour episodes. They go by quick. I think there's 10. Not, no, there's nine. Weird number. Great. We are almost at the Emmys. Next and we Sunday. always need to talk Emmys. Right. So next Sunday is the Emmys. We're here. So it's a week away. Let's talk about who is going to win for the best drama and comedy show. Okay. Do you need to be reminded of the nominees? I always need to be reminded. <laughs> Let's start with drama. Okay. Drama. You got Better Call Saul, The Crown, Handmaid's Tale, Killing Eve, Mandalorian, Ozark, Stranger Things, and Succession. Holy shit. Yeah. I've watched every single one of those shows. You every have? single. Oh, no, no. That's a lie. I do not watch Better Call Saul. I have not watched Stranger Things. That's not for me. But it's I know everybody loves it. I nah, know. It's so not that's, for you. that's not for me. No. But that is some list. Yes, it is some list. I have very strong opinion here. The two that deserve to win are The Crown and Succession. I think they're all really good. I'm going to just go out on a limb and say, I think Succession will win, but The Crown also could deserve to win. Wow. That's my proclamation. Well, I mean, I love The Crown. And as we've discussed previously, I love Succession. But I am going to go with my heart and I am rooting all the way for Ozark. I knew you were going to say Ozark. Yeah. I'm rooting for Ozark. I need them to win. It is just the best. So. So I have a note to the Emmy people. Just a quick note to them. 
I think that they need to change some of these categories. I know I keep saying- You say this all the time and it's true. I don't even get it. Right, like Mandalorian and Stranger Things could go into an entirely separate category. Call it sci-fi or call it fantasy or- I just don't think that those two shows belong in the same category with something like Ozark or Succession. It just doesn't work. Well, we've said this. We've, yeah, we've been saying it. But all right. So going with The Crown or you're going with Succession? I'm going to go with Succession. Okay. So you're going with Succession and I'm going with Ozark and let's go. Now okay. let's give it, give me comedy. Okay. We need to talk comedy, which is Dead to Me, Curb Your Enthusiasm, The Good Place, Insecure, Kaminsky Method, What We Do in the Shadows, Schitt's Creek, Mrs. Maisel. Do we even have to go there? Another one. Now, there's no choice. First of all, I watch most of those shows, but- Have you ever watched What We Do in the Shadows? I didn't. No, and I've never watched, as we said previously, I've never watched The Kaminsky Method, but- And neither one of us have ever watched Insecure, and we should. I will say this. We both are on the same page here. Yeah, there's no question. We need Schitt's Creek to win. Oh, wait, I have to tell you the funniest story about Schitt's Creek really quick, really, really quick. I went out to dinner with my friend who's, who proclaims that she is the hugest Schitt's Creek fan. So we're talking- Bigger than us? She's not. And okay. here's why I can tell you she's not. So I seem to reveal to her that Eugene Levy and Daniel Levy are father and son, and she's watched it all and had no idea that they were related. What? I'm like, they look exactly alike, dude. What don't you get? And she was blown away by this information. Shocked. I could see (laughs) if she didn't know about the daughter. Which I also informed her about, I could see that. That that I could see. But, I mean, come on. Come on. Look. Shout out Jen Sherman from Peloton. We we need, we need Chits Creek to win. We need Chits Creek to win. That's it. I don't care about anything else. We need it to win. 100%. All right. So I guess we'll find out next next week, week, 920. Next Sunday is a big day for us. We got Cliff. We got the Emmys. We got football. There's just so much. Big day. We haven't really had a chance to talk about this, but have you heard about this F factor drama on Instagram at all? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. So when I went out to dinner with my friend, Jen, and I told her about Eugene and Dan Levy being related, she and my friend, Shirley, who was with us, they both were were talking about this drama on Instagram with these influencers about this F-Factor diet. Got to admit, I knew not one thing about it, never heard of F-Factor, and they fill me in on this whole thing. So there's this New York City dietitian named Tanya Zuckerbrot, never heard of her, and she founded this diet called the F Factor. What does the F stand for? I believe fiber. I think it's all about fiber. Seem original, but okay, go ahead. And so it's a whole lifestyle thing with all this fiber, fiber, fiber. But I guess a couple of years ago, she launched products. She's on the Today Show. She's not, she's no small thing. She's a big deal, I guess. Okay. And so she's been on the Today Show and she launched these products. She's launched this F Factor powder and these factor bars and she you know she's online doing these recipes put on the powder in your coffee put the powder in this put the powder in that put the powder in that whatever so apparently there's this other influencer who's more of a she sells clothes online her name is emily gellis landy and again i know nothing about this and she apparently people are coming to her or she's figured out she's never done the diet but apparently like there's all this medical shit going on that the diet causes a lot of problems And Tanya 
has been called out about rashes and gastrointestinal problems and is denying, 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 denying. Well, why so, is this other girl influencer getting involved? I don't get it. She's never done a diet. She, I don't even know why she's involved, but she's become the voice of this crazy drama where no joke, I am telling you something's wrong with my brain because I knew nothing about this till these guys told me about it at dinner. And for the past three days, I'm watching videos. Emily's going live. They're all fighting. Then there's this other chick involved name. I think her name is Allison Brett Schneider. No idea who she is, but the battle going on, it actually has been covered by the New York Times. But what is the issue? These powders are not legit? Like, what's the issue? I mean, apparently the powders are Too not- Too much fibers making you shit? Like, this is not rocket science. Correct, but it's not even that. It's causing rashes. It's causing, some people are saying it's causing miscarriage. I don't fucking oh know. The, it's just this crazy Instagram battle going on. And like I said, I went down that rabbit hole and now I don't even know what to do with myself. Should I delete it from my Instagram because I'm so- I'm already in the weeds with this TikTok shit. Now I got these fuckers. I'm telling you, it's so time consuming. And I even called Jen and said, hey, I'm, I, I'm mad that now I'm down into this mess with you. You know what's crazy to me? There's been so many fad diets throughout my lifetime. I myself was, I think, on the cabbage soup diet for three weeks. But now with influencers and all this stuff, it becomes this whole social media thing. No, they're not doctors. They're not doctors. They're not medical professionals. When I keep reading this shit, what I'm saying is, if you notice that you have a rash and you're (laughs) drinking all this powder, stop taking the powder. Take some responsibility, people. But they're all angry that Tanya is actually Dorinda in this situation. No responsibility. Everything is safe. We test everything. I, you know, I don't even know whose side I'm on at this point. It's just I'm so gonna weird. have to look it up. But I mean, I, I mean, I've warned you. Once you look it, it up, are people thin? Is my question. Yes, they're all losing tons all right. of weight. I mean, well, okay. So then deal with the rash. <laughs> I don't know right. what to tell you. What do you want? Deal with the Skinny fucking rash. rash. <laughs> but I have to say, when you're watching football and you're playing on your phone and you start watching this, guarantee you, you're in the rabbit hole. You won't be able to get out. Oh my Lord, sounds terrible. Well, speaking of food, (laughs) I think that we need- Segue. I think that we need to follow what Pope Francis said. I don't care religion you are. I I don't really care. But when Pope Francis says the pleasure of eating and sex comes from God, I'm like, yeah, buddy. (laughs) Yay, I love it. I love it. The pleasure of eating and the pleasure of sex are gifts from God. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. PTL. (laughs) PTL. PTL, Pope Francis. It's amazing. (laughs) Who would have ever thought that Pope Francis would be mentioned on our show? But there he is. He's the voice of reason. That's it. He's the voice of reason. I love it. You know, in honor of Cliff for next week, I thought we would do three truths and a lie about Cliff. Okay. How about that? I think that's a good one. I think it's a great promotional vehicle to talk about our okay. big guest, Cliff, coming next week. Can't wait. Here we go. Ready? Ready. He grows avocados. Okay. He's had multiple guns pulled on him. Okay. He was one of America's favorite house guests. Okay. And he had an owl named Aaron. I thought I knew a lot about Cliff, but apparently there's things I don't know. All right, wait. He lives in Houston, so th- the chances of getting a gun pulled on you in Houston could be good. <laughs> no, no, I just know that there's no, a No, I know. I'm teasing. Um, okay, wait. Let me think. The owl thing sounds a little strange to me. 
Growing well, avocados. Have, he did have an owl on the show, Big Brother 21. Right, but that's not, it wasn't a real owl. But, he, but I'm saying the owl's name was Aaron. Was it Aaron? Shit. Oh, my gosh. I know he grows avocados. That I know. And I know he was one of America's favorite house guests, but I don't think he won the money for it. No. It's either the getting guns pulled on you or the owl. I'm going to go with the... I hope I hope you're safe, but I'm gonna go with the that the guns being pulled on Cliff is not is the lie. No, but you were close because oh! the actual owl that he had on Big Brother 21 was named Orwell. Oh, remember Orwell, the owl yes. that he walked around with? Yes, right, right, okay. And you're right; he was one of it. He did not win the money, but he was in the top two or three of America's favorite house. Yes, right. I voted right. for him as my favorite house. Uh, obviously, so did I. <laughs> All right, let me get my beer. Pour it out, everyone. Pour to it out, everybody. Football Sunday. Football See you Sunday. next week. Yeah, love you. Love you. If you need to talk to us, check us out on Gmail at we need to talk pod twenty twenty at gmail Facebook, we need to talk the number two. Instagram, we need to talk podcast and Twitter at need to talk pod. And of course, check us out on any of your podcast platforms, rank us, leave a review. Thanks.